Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. Folks at home, folks at home, welcome back to Ike Live. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Hope you're having a wonderful Friday night. I know I am. This is a good Friday night. Dude, it feels like a little bit of a reunion going on here tonight, Dave. I would John not be McGraw. in the same room with all of us. No. Pete, look on his phone. I know. You, yeah. him, him, him. And this is nice. And Eric. I, me and Brian have had this conversation before. The nice thing about this show is, you know, as you get older, you know, you get busy, you know, you have family, you have work, you have all these things going on. The great thing about Ike Live is that it gives us a great excuse to hang out, which I love. It doesn't feel like work. It's really nice. Well, like, like it's I, fun. Like I think about, like, I play. I'm, I'm, I'm a constant lottery player, right? I play, I play, I play the same numbers. I'm the one guys that gets it 21 days in advance. I ride, love tickets ride. Yeah. Like I see you. Talk you, to Parkins. Have you ever won? No. No, no, <laughs> no, of course not. I see you. I see you because of the show. Because you're such a, you're a real busy guy. I see Brian because of the show, but I never get to see this dude. It's nice. You know, like, it's I, awesome. But when I think about winning the lottery, I think about all of us. But I think about getting to hang out with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because like, we never get to see each other, yeah. man. You know? It's nice. It's nice. I, th I think back to a lot of the fishing experiences we've had with John. But, dude, th and there's so many good memories. Pete, you, you, you close your eyes and you can remember fishing with your friends, fishing yeah. with your buddies, and you can remember exact moments of when you went fishing with them. And I have so many with all of us, with you, with Dave, with Brian, with Eric. And with John, I have a lot, but there's one that sticks in my head. Of and I'm gonna I'm gonna take you back, John and Brian Brian DeCarver are listening because I think you were there, Dave. I don't know if you were there. Maybe Rick King. I feel like might have been there. I don't remember. Rest in peace. But we were at <laughs> rest in peace. Uh, that was funny. We were at Almanesson Lake, no, and this there. is an early early trip with John McGraw. This is when John had fished as a kid, but he I wasn't into I didn't it. Fish didn't fish a lot. I yeah, don't remember this. Yeah, he didn't fish a lot. I know he, what you're talking he about. wasn't into it like we were. It was me, you, and Brian. Yeah, me and Brian, and we went to Almanesson Lake, Pete, and we're wa we're waiting around. And at the time, it was like Texas rig worm, you know, like a culprit. It was floating worm. Oh yeah. No, no, no. It was wacky rig, bro. Wacky yeah, the wa rig. yeah, wacky wait, and, and then yeah, that's... wacky rigging. And yeah. this Krem. is dude, Krem. this is split shot. Yo. Yeah. Color se color selector cream worm. Color selector. <laughs> that's the, what time yes, it was. Cream. The color cream selector worm. in particular. The cream or creme orange. <laughs> yeah, orange. Orange. Yeah. orange. Marmalade. Yeah. So it's like a methylade trick worm yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, back yeah, in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And we were, I remember, you know, John's still getting used to it. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't know. He's tying it on. He's trying to get the feel for it. We we went to freaking Kmart and got a Team Iowa, Team Iowa freaking spinner rod. And we switched the price tag on it and yeah. got it for like... <laughs> oh, no, yeah. you didn't. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, I was yeah. rally security at the time. Uh -huh. We didn't do that. And, uh, your, mo your mom dropped us off. <laughs> <laughs> we met up at the freaking Wendy's. It's like, oh, yeah, mom, we're going to meet you over there. Uh, yeah, man. hold on. A, a, a quick digression. I'm sorry, people watch. When, when we would get those horrible lightning strike power outages, Brian would be like, yo, dude. Me and Tom are on our way to Kmart. There's no power. I swear to God, they're going to oh, clip that joint, dude. <laughs> Brian, do you remember doing that? Uh, you liar. You shaking liar, shaking mouth. Brian's ghost. Let's hear from Brian's ghost on <laughs> what happened when Kmart had a power outage. Hey, Dave. Uh, the, the power's off. Let's go. 
Get, get your backpack empty. We're going to fill it up. <laughs> Regulators, we ride. Regulators. <laughs> Saddle up. And, and so we're at Almanesson, and I, I feel like we've all caught a couple, two or three at this point, and John's still throwing his orange worm around. Uh, dude, I vividly remember, we're like... We're like wading through people's yards. We're probably like at Forecheck's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know, we're at Forecheck. 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 We're at and Pete, we look out there and and we see his rod moving, but he doesn't know he's a yeah, I don't fish even know yet. any better. And dude, we look out there on horizon, maybe you know twenty, thirty feet out there, and this big one, dude, like a five, <laughs> four, five, six. I imagine it being a six pounder. Jumps and like throws the orange worm, you know, and this look on John's face of like, what just happened? <laughs> I didn't even know where, I never it, even knew I had but it. But it hooked him. It. it hooked him right there. It hooked him. Yeah. It had to. Well, the, dude, that was like the best time. And the funniest thing was, is like, you know, everybody talks about like Mike and the passion and everything else. Mike ran like 50 feet, jumped on Brian's back, <laughs> and knocked him on the freaking yeah. ground. Right? <laughs> right? With like, ah! <laughs> you see that? It's gonna, we're going to come back 20 years and talk about that that exact Crazy. moment. I remember happened, that. Man. Yeah, it did. It really it happened. Did. And there's goose shit all over the yeah. ground. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rolling and you're rolling shit. it. Dude, how much disregard did we have for private property? All of oh, them. We had no regard. <laughs> yeah, we private schmivet. Pete, did you have any regard for private property when you were a young angler? Man, I was different from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I knocked on the door. Ask the homeowner. Mr. and Mrs. Jones, may I please fish in your farm pond? Uh, like, well, yes, Mr. Glitz, yeah. go over right ahead. If you didn't have overhang, that meant you were inviting us to stand on your land and fish, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> we still God. don't. I Mike, just know oh, that I'm keeping your spirit alive today because right. I have no regard either. Either. Uh, That's yeah. right. Mike, I had a chance yeah. to fish with these two. Yeah. In the back. Yeah. Recently. He did. And and Brian brought the Brian Jinx. Wow. Oh. Right from the get-go. <laughs> wow. You yeah, didn't even get on the water. There's jinx. no Brian Jinx. I, I'd Dude. say, not every time. I'd say 70% of the time there's a Brian Jinx. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. No, not for me, right, 50, dude. You 50, have the greatest line 50. in the world. You, What's you, that? You would, you would rob a bank with Mike, but you would not drive <laughs> by a bank with Stop. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> no, that's true. Did I say that? I mean that, but I don't mean it with fishing. All right. I run my. I've had the best days of my life on the water with Brian and you. I've, I've had, had my best days I've had of my some life. Some really good ones, and I've but had some really bad ones. I still wouldn't rob a bank with him because he'd find a way to leave his license at the goddamn place or something. You know what I mean? Like he would have a license that he lost. That he didn't know he lost. He'd leave his keys. But it'd be attached to the bottom of his work boot, and that'd be the boot we robbed the place in. He'd leave that goddamn thing right there. Dude, I, I put, I put, I took my boat out for the first time. I, I got yeah. ten hours. I, I ran it through four foot waves i did everything to try to break it so i could be ready to take out some all-water training customers and and i got these two in the boat and i hit the key and nothing works <laughs> it's yeah. all gone how much it's did he gone. touch that Let me, i said i i i am i am we half fished owner on the trolling motor all day i am half owner of the eight fish delaware river record with brian half yep. owner 
but I've also been <laughs> half owner of the of some of the worst. Uh, so yeah, how we much didn't of your boat yeah. did he touch that day well, when well, it died? Well, I didn't. He, he's just his ass in the seat, pretty much. <laughs> but, the, but the but the greatest thing happened while we were fishing that day. Um, <laughs> we're, we're coming up into this cove and and it's it's one of the best docks in the cove for pre-spawners and and yeah, it's got a floating section with some stairs and. Brian proceeds to try to skip a jig, and it hits everything but the water. <laughs> it hits the floating section, Don't. ricochets off the, the, the walkway, hits square right on the dock. What? And 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 he, of course he's got this massive backlash. So so he he's digging out his backlash, and of course when he does this cast, he just gives you like the dumb look like. The slouch look. Yeah. Like. He's digging out his backlash, and he gets it all out, and he's regrouping. He reels it up, and now the jig has now hung itself on on the bottom or something, and as he's reeling up, he's trying to free it out of a five-pounder's mouth, which he does. <laughs> Successfully. <laughs> Successfully. <laughs> wow. Hold, hold on, if I may. Yeah, Brian. In my defense. So I'm flipping with a seven-foot rod all day, and Pete says, here, try this one. New casting rods that he's got. So this one's seven-three. And you know when you go to a different rod, right? So I'm trying to flip underneath the dock in between, and it hits the floater, hits that dock, blows up the reel. So I stepped off of Pete's boat onto the floater, picking the backlash out. As I get it all out, I start to reel it up, and the line's, like, caught on the wood on the dock, so there's tension and I couldn't tell that I was slowly winding a five-pounder up off the bottom. Oh my God. Until he got just about to the top, and he was like, bah, dude. <laughs> wow. I was like, and it's all on video. I don't know what E-Rock did with it, but uh, we do that have. Was, I think that was awesome. For, wow. for, for those of you that watch these videos that get put together, Brian is actually probably the third best angler in this room. <laughs> just so you know, he's not like a scrub. Like, he doesn't always F up, but it's the way he gets these things to get edited, you know? <laughs> but but, I, but I, I I had an epiphany or a euphoric moment that Altrex I got you know I upgraded some things on the boat unbelievable the main code of Altrex Spotlock Altrex we saw Spotlock Spotlock trolling motor uh, and Kate. you know for what I'm doing with training and stuff I can sit back let my guys up in the front and I can just remote control the boat right through marinas and pilings and. So they don't have to worry about the motor. They can concentrate on their cast ah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's genius. unbelievable. It's like it's an iRumba for a bass boat. It's exactly <laughs> like next, next time, let us kayak guys know we can tune out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty awesome. The spot lock, spot like 30 crazy. mile an hour it's game winds, changing. Fishing some of them jetties in the pre-spawn, yeah. you know, and you got the current coming out of the Susquehanna and the wind. You just spot lock it. Yeah, and it just sticks the boat right there. It's, wow, it's, game it's pretty amazing. It's game changer. I, I, I've, I've heard a lot. Um, you know, guys are saying, is the spot lock going to replace or take over for any of your power poles or talents? And I'll, nah. I'll give you my opinion on it, which is no, no, because I think the spot lock is an amazing feature. It's a great feature when you're fishing deep. It's a great feature, you know, when you're not fishing up close and personal when you mm -hmm. want to stop the boat. But, dude, the, the the thing that I have with Spotlock is, you know, that motor is constantly yeah. turning on and off to readjust to keep its position. 
It's uh, constantly turning on and off. When I'm in a shallow water situation, yeah. I'd still rather have them power poles that just... Yeah. Hell yeah, you're in the mouth of Aquacorn Creek in June. You're and not just gonna, grab. Yeah, you're going to put the poles down. Yeah, and there's none of that constant movement blowing, you know... You know, it's just one stop. That's the next level of kayaking quiet. I got to get to right. is getting a pole on the back of that thing. It's yeah. critical. I got to get a pole. So I got one question for that, that the whole spot lock thing is that if there's an audible sound that goes with the servo that's actually moving the actual head of yeah. the Yeah. Yeah. And, and you can you can really hear it? You can. Sounds yeah. like I rumba. Oh, the, they did some stuff with that where you above water, it's a lot more prevalent than below water. Okay. Um, you know the motor, I, it because you hear you hit it and you, I mean you hear it, you know. Right. But um, but yeah, there's there's there, you know, underwater. I don't know if it's quite as loud as what we're hearing gotcha. as the operator. But yeah, even I, still, just to stay parallel to a bank that you're bombing ahead of, man, it's got to be killer. It's got to be killer for you as a guide to be able to sit in your seat and just steer dudes along, man. You know, you sit there and you, you deal with stuff where you got to like you might have to rig a rod or you might have to teach somebody a little something and you can just spot lock it. Huh. Let one guy fish, you know, control the other scenarios. It's uh I'm telling you right now, man, it's it's a game changer yeah. Uh, yeah. for what I'm doing. So speaking cool, of, speaking of game changers, <laughs> let's look at this video right so, here. This real is quick. after the cast. Look look at cast it already this, this, somebody this, again at this could be a real game-changing video. Let's watch. <laughs> Is that a cricket or a bird? Eric filming from his pocket. <laughs> oh, there's Brian. <laughs> Brian's off the dock. What's Brian doing? He's off the dock trying to get his backlash out. Stock was loud. He was on. Come on. It was a giant. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> What? Guys, that's not how Brian does, dude. That's such a sad. Pete's like, what happened? And then Brian's trying to explain himself. Well, my line was draped across the pylon. Fuck it, Eric. Leave Eric Jesus. home, Brian. No, it's all good. Brian he captured that, but missed. His yeah. big fish. Brian doesn't blow, I, I, I guys. both flipped Brian. the five-and-a-half-pounder, and the camera was off. I, yeah. yep. Wow. This is crazy. Right. Kevin Van Dam time. Okay. Uh, let me get him on the okay. telephone. Real quick, while we're uh, dialing up Kevin, let me uh, catch you up on two things real quick. First thing, um, Ike Series Rods and Reels, Pete. I know a lot of I have a lot of comments. Everybody watching. The official launch date of the Ike Rod 2.0. And all the Revo Ikes, spinning and casting, is August 1st. Keep your eye out for that. And then tomorrow happens to be, Eric the intern, is the Ike Foundation Kids Tournament on Haddon Lake from yes, 8 indeed. to 12. It's going to be a great event. It's going to be a great event. Expected we got about over 200 kids pre-registered. Free rods and reels to every kid that's pre-registered and signed up. And not to mention that those rods and reels are legit. Because I took them out yesterday. Yes. This is supposed to just be a kid's rod, right? Well, no, not whatsoever. Right, after we get Kevin on, can yeah, we see we got, a little bit we of We got to talk about that. Okay, we're going to talk about and that. Jay, and what is it? What's your YouTube channel, dude? I haven't posted there in two months. You might you might not want to shout that out. Yeah, so. okay. Eric the intern on Instagram. All right, we won't shout that out. But here's the other All thing right. I'm real proud of I want to mention real quick. For the Ike Foundation Kids event tomorrow, Pete, on Wednesday of this week... We officially stocked the lake with bass, bluegill, and catfish. So the kids will have more opportunity to catch fish. 
Pretty awesome, man. Stocking legs. Little, awesome. da- little Dave's looking to gun some dudes down this year, dude. <laughs> wow. We'll be there fresh yeah. and ready to go. Nope. I, I, Jake's coming, too. I don't know if I can confirm or deny, but all the fish were dumped right next to the dam. <laughs> <laughs> next to the dam. All the fish were dumped at the dam. <clears throat> Excuse me. Right at the dam. The kids are staking out their nah, spots the, right now. But the kids get put where the rage group is. That's true. There is an age group. Yeah. yeah. What, 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 how old's Jake? Eight. Nah, and Vegas is? Seven. So it'll be in the same age group then. Yeah. Right. Vegas isn't going to fish. Vegas is going to help. He's going to be one of the volunteers. Because ah, last year, Dave and Vegas got the fish together, dude. That's the kind of... You let the kids That's fish. Cool. I'll watch them. Yeah. I'm Put a, him in the Folks at home. Yeah. my fish. Uh, Brian Carpenter, what do you got for us? Kevin should be on the phone. Okay. On the phone. I, I hope we got him right now joining us live via phone. And who knows where this guy is at, Pete, because he's the only guy... I know that's busier than me, and that's that's the truth. He's probably pre-fishing the lake tomorrow. He might be pre-fishing. I don't know. He might be. Uh, joining us on the phone right now, recent winner of the Grand Lake Tournament. Happened to be, Pete, number 25. Is that one, it? Number 25. That's that it. it. Number 25. The one and only uh, Kevin Van Dam joins us on i5. Kevin! KBD. Hey, guys. What's up? Boy. How you doing? Pretty tame for... This time of night and you know, on a show that long, usually you're a few more beers in, it sounds like. I know. Well, the, you know, here's the deal. I've had, I, and I'm just going to admit it. I admitted it earlier in the show. I'm going to admit it again. I've had a few bad tournaments recently. I've had some 70s and 80th place finishes in the last two or three events. And we went from really good hard liquor and good beer to really cheap light beer in a can. And <laughs> it's all my fault. <laughs> I'm just going to admit it. Yeah. I, um, after the classic and uh, the first time of the year, I, I was ready to quit drinking, I can tell you that. Never. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Kevin, where are you at? Are you are you home? Are you traveling like a madman as usual? Or where are you at right now? Um, I'm actually home. I'm uh, leaving in the morning to, to head to Texas. So um, I had, jeez, uh, uh, after the Kentucky Lake event, fiasco for me um i uh been filming with the bossy oak guys we did i did a turkey hunt with the boys this week we had a great great turkey hunt and then we um filmed a kind of a lifestyle fishing piece with those guys too so had a good time with them weather challenges here and then uh, um just been getting ready you know packing and stuff and and i'm leaving tomorrow so okay long, long way from Michigan to Texas. It's it's a Austin, good, Texas. It's a good. It's a good ways. Now I I, I do want to bring it up real quick just because I know I saw you first day on Grand Lake. Uh, I had a decent day. You had a decent day. Um, second day, I had a really really bad day. You had a, an okay day. You had an average day. And I ran into you both days fishing in a a, a river called Blood River uh, in 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 uh, Kentucky Lake, which is about Mid Lake. Grand. What? Uh, Grant? Uh, no, Kentucky Lake. Oh. What the hell happened in Blood River on the second day? I, you know what? I don't know because I'm like with you. The bass in there did not do anything. It no. was like it, it was it was crazy because you're exactly right. I went in there the first day and and um, they were biting you know pretty good for me and you know I mean I didn't catch a, a big limit but I mean you know we were at the cut line or yeah. you know just above the cut line yeah. anyway. And the next day, dude, you couldn't. I couldn't buy a bite in there. So, no. and I seen the way you were running around. That you, you, both of us were 
scrambling. So we should I should have stopped and talked to you because we should have both left about three hours earlier. <laughs> I, I think you're right. I, I definitely pushed it in there a little bit. The first day, God, they were biting. You know, I had a spinnerbait bite going on, a shad spawn style bite, uh, fishing docks, fishing points, and it, it just just went away. It was so weird. I don't know. Yeah. Can't explain it. I don't know. There was no wind. There was no wind at all. That first day, there was some wind, and, uh, and, I, and I think that helped, you know, so too. But I, I'm like you, man. I've been doing this, you know. Uh, you've been doing it a while, but I've been doing it a really long time, and I still learn every single day, man. I still, it just it just amazes me. We think you've got things figured out. Um, they they definitely can uh, humble you in a hurry. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, real, real quick, Kevin, I know this is going to be a little bit repetitive, but I just I have to ask it. I have to ask it. Um, number twenty five. That that seems to to me. That number, when you, when you say it, is it's just a big number. It's hard to it's hard to even just think about it as far as you know winning because I know you, you know we all know how hard it is to actually win. Um, did d- does that number does does it freak you out or did winning number twenty five change something in your mind or or is it just you're as good as your last event and you got to just keep going? That's that's kind of it. I mean, I don't. I've never competed for the numbers or thought anything about it. And um, and I, you know, at, before um, I didn't really think about it. It was it was kind of later that night after I finished that it kind of hit me. Like, man, that's a that's a um, significant. Uh, not that twenty four is not, or I mean that because because any win is a big deal, as you yeah. know. Yeah. And. Um, it, um, but I mean, now I'm thinking about 26. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's not not because it's 26, but just because that's you know when you fish to to win, you you that's what that's what I don't know, that's what motivates me. It, to the point now where it's detrimental, um, right? You know, to my overall performance, and that it drives Sherry crazy because I I just I, I probably take too big a risk now and and. Uh, and I'm, I'm okay with, with shooting for the, <laughs> shooting for the stars. Yeah. And for. I, I never, um, the benches that I've had the last, the last few years to, ha- you know, have them. And part of that is the, obviously the competition level is, is pretty incredible now. I mean, um, you know, top to bottom, the elite series is <laughs> a really strong group of, of uh, competitors, but, but it's still a part of it is, is my thought processes and that that I just I'm just not satisfied unless I give myself a shot to be in contention, you know. And yeah. if I'm not, I'm not afraid to take long shots anymore. And it's you know, if you want to win Angler of the Year, you, you can't fish like that. And, yeah. Uh, but I just I can't change I can't change myself. Yeah. Now, I, I, real quick, Pete, I just wanted to since you mentioned this new group of competition. The, the, this this group of young anglers that's so good. Uh, I just want to mention I've I've heard it many a times in the last year, and I just want to get your thoughts on it, Kevin. Um, I've heard the comment that Jordan Lee is the new Kevin Van Dam. Besides the height difference, <laughs> do you agree with that? Um, he's really. Uh, I know Jordan really well. Um, I say that only only because we shared. Um, you know, some 
some uh, sponsors with Quantum and, and Strike King, and I get to hang out with him at some media events and things like that. Yeah. And um, he is a very intuitive angler. And, I, you know, I you know, I don't know. I'm a student of the game, and I look at, um, you know, the best anglers and their perception skills and their ability to adapt and change, things like that is, is what sets him apart. And he has that it factor. There's no, no doubt about it. And, uh, um, you know, but in this day and age, it's hard to be, um, it, it, it's hard to keep up that kind of pace. I mean, I know he's as humble as he can be um, for winning two back-to-back classics, but uh, uh, he does have that it factor, in my opinion. You know, but, I mean, there's there's quite a few guys, you know. I mean, you look at Aaron Martins is obviously that guy. Um, um, Jacob Wheeler's, you know, up and summer, he's, he's a great angler. Um, there's a lot of them out there that, that have the skills now, you know, it's Wesley Strader, look up the kind of role that dude's on, you know. Yeah. You see that too where guys just get in the role and and can carry that momentum. So Yeah, well we found out tonight I I fall into that trap of, you know, on on cue myself, you know, where you just get in those in those zones. You, yeah. you, I mean you know exactly what I'm talking about when you oh, yeah. when things are clicking, yeah. They're clicking and when they're not, they're not. Yeah. That's true. Well, we found out tonight that Wesley Strader had a bit part in the Beverly Hillbillies. We never knew that until tonight, so it's pretty interesting. Pete, go ahead. I cut you off like I cut I cut you off ten times. Pete, go ahead. No, I was just, uh, um, you know, you got twenty five wins. I'm 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 chasing you. I've only got twenty three more wins to catch you, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're coming it, for me. Uh, you know, it, you know, and if I had another hundred years, maybe. <laughs> Uh, I could catch you. <laughs> but, uh, you know, one of the things you you went through this period where you were you were better than average, but for you you were well below. And people were people were saying some stuff that I couldn't believe I was hearing. You know, is like is Kevin over? You know, has, has he peaked? Is it? You know, we're not going to see. You got to have some sense of vindication after winning this tournament, winning another one previous to that. That's that's got to feel good, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't pay attention to uh, what media people say. I mean, back in the day, um, Tim Tucker used to say stuff to me all the time. You know, um, you know, just to try to get me going. You know, at, at media days, at classic and things like that. I, you know, I went five years without winning, or I think about five years, and you know, I had some good tournaments and I finished second a few times you know I just had close calls but I just didn't get over the hump and that's all you got to do I mean if you put yourself in position to win enough times it's going to happen so um you know that's I I I really wasn't too concerned about it but it does you know it does feel good when you when you finally do you know get a get a win and you know I've been a you know, where I'm, last two years I've, you know, won a, won a tournament again. So it's a big deal. You know, it's it's all about winning in day and age. And, I mean, it's from the media to the fan base and things like that. It's, it's important to to, to win. Um, you know, it's just, it, it's such a difference maker in every aspect with sponsors and, and public perception and things like that. I mean, that's what, it is in all sports, not just fishing, but, um, it's so hard to do. So, 
you know, you never know when your next one's going to be, and so you've got to savor, savor it when you do. And that's, I think, probably what I've learned more over the years than anything is to appreciate those times, um, you know, when you have a, a really good tournament. It, for me, it doesn't take necessarily a win, but you make really good decisions and, and come back. I mean, I've had tournaments that I finished 25th at that I'm just so stinking proud of just because of how, how things progressed and, and how it happened. But uh, there's nothing nothing that's like, like winning, though. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Now, I, I, I have something, and this is this is big. Uh, Brian Carpenter, man, I don't know if you want to give us a little 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 news flash or whatever. Dave, do you have that? you want to give us a little news flash sound? Because this is big breaking news that I'm going to go ahead and break right here on Night Live for the first time. Yeah, this is huge. This is has not been talked about before, and I'm going to go ahead and be the first one to break it. Give it to us. There it goes. Breaking news. Okay, here it goes. Kevin, I know with live technology on BASS... And at Grand Lake, you were covered live on the second and third and fourth final day. And everybody saw what you were throwing. But new technology is instituted in Bass Live that's been able to mask and disguise the actual bait you threw. (laughs) And I want to admit live and announce live on Ike Live tonight (laughs) for the first time. The actual bait you used to win Grand Lake was... The Demiki rig. It the, was a Demiki. The <laughs> Demiki rig. The Demiki rig. Oh God. <laughs> the only tournament that I've ever thrown a Demiki rig in, I paid the price. That was a You were got me. That was a silly question, and we joke about the Demiki rig all the time. But I, I, Pete, I, I do huh. want to talk about. The power of live and being able to see what the guys are actually throwing and how they're fishing. It's so unbelievable. It's changing a sport. And, Kevin, i got to ask you right now. I tuned in that last day on Grand Lake. I tuned in live and watched. And the first thing that I thought of is, you know, not that, man, I missed that area or I missed that square bill pattern or I missed the way you were fishing it, reeling it. The first thing I thought is, why the fuck is he throwing a crawl dad pattern bait in that dirty water? Got to tell me that. Talk to me about your decision on picking that color, which was the official color, I think, is called brown crawl dad, brown crawl. Tell me a little bit about why you threw that color at Grand Lake. It, it still got me blown away. Well, the uh, it's pretty simple to me. Um, when I was there in, in practice, I saw right away, as you did, that the lake was dirtier from the upper end than it normally is, um, darker colored water. And the rocks themselves in that lake all had that dark brown algae on them. Did you, you notice that, yeah. correct? You know, up by the bank and that. Um, and in nature, and in Rocky Lake, uh, and I tried it different colors. I tried chartreuse and sexy sand and stuff in practice because um, I got in that square bill deal pretty pretty quick. But, man, they just really like that. And, you know, in nature, the real crayfish are basically like a million and they blend with where they live. And so, you know, if you want to pick the right color bait, if you're fishing a bottom bait, it's, you know, always a good choice is to pick one that's cut the same color as the bottom. You know, if it's 
you know, green milfoil, you pick a bait that's the color of the milfoil, you know, that's what the bluegill and the crawfish that live in it are going to look like. And that's, that's why I chose that. You know, it was a dark color, just like the rocks. It silhouetted good in that dirty water when it wasn't on the bottom, and, and I knew it looked natural when it, when it was down there. And, uh, you know, in the dirtiest water, they can still see a shad that's translucent and eat it. So, you know, I think a lot of times we put too much in, in, uh, into color. Yeah. But I just wanted it to blend with that background. Wow. I, I never received that background, that blending memo. <laughs> now <laughs> you did. Now you I, did. I, I, did, I did. Well, you know, everybody knows that you can't win a spawning tournament with a square bill. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the thing about it was is the fish were spawning, or but they were just getting there. You know, I mean, we were there at the... The water was cold uh, leading up to the tournament. The first day it started to warm, and the moon was coming on again. And yeah, there was a spawn going on, but it, it was the beginning of the spawn. I mean, that was just the first, uh, the first few fish of, of a giant wave coming in. And um, you know, I kind of I kind of knew that. And when they're when they first, those females first pull up, they'll still bite a reaction bait, especially in that color of water when you know when it's stained like that. So. You know, I had the confidence to kind of, kind of stick with it. I, I mean, I caught, I caught some fish on a jig too, especially the first couple of days. But once I got dialed into the, the crankbait pattern, it just was so much more efficient at covering more water yeah. uh, that I, that I was able to. You know, I just felt like it was the best chance to get a quality bite. I, I was going to get plenty of bites, you know, doing either one. But I just knew that the odds were my favorite of, to get it in front of more. And those five or six pounders by covering more water, covering more of those different rock transitions and that with that crankbait. Yeah, you did you uh, did I, you were using a low gear ratio reel on that, and that kind of that kind of struck me. Um, can, well, can you talk about that a little bit? Really not low. It, it's a low gear ratio reel, but it's got a really big spool, um, and I make sure you know. I mean that the spools are full, so I mean. That reel brings in the same amount of line turns most reel companies like six three to one reel. So it's it's a little bit uh, it, it's not what you think it's okay. just because of the size of the spool. The inches per turn are, are a lot higher just because of the size of the spool on the cranking reel that I use. Okay, so you were you were using a five point one gear ratio. Just to mess with us crankbait fishermen. <laughs> <laughs> no. <it's, laughs> It's actually that it's a reel I was using is Quantum Smoke 200, which is a bigger tool, and it's a five three to one, and it, and I think it brings you know it brings in about 25 inches wow. of, of line per turn. So it's like wow. I say, it's like most smaller spooled reels that have a six to one or a six three to one reel that bring about that same amount of line. So not as slow as you think. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I was watching you uh, do that, and I mean when you're when you're only getting a few bites a day, man, it's got to be. I mean, how how it's got to be tough to stay that committed to that pattern, like to to stop yourself from picking up a jig, picking up a in your case an ocho, and firing it under one of them docks, you know. But you you never seem to do that. You just stayed completely committed to it with only getting five or six bites a day. Uh, that that's got to be a well, challenge mentally. Three days. I caught them pretty good early. Um, you know, I mean, within an hour, 
I, you know, I had 18 or 20 pounds all, all three of the first, at least 18 pounds the first three days. And wow. that gives you a lot of confidence mm-hmm. when you got, you know, a solid sack, you know, early in the morning. That last day now, um, that was, uh, that was a grinder day, but I just, I just, you know, stuck with it and, uh, felt like I'd get my, get my shots and, and I finally did. Yeah. And you called it. You knew it. Like you knew when you had the winning fish on. Yeah, I knew it was, well, gosh, you know, it's just, it's just the, way it, the way it goes. I I caught a lot of them that week that were not hooked, you know, the way you like them where they didn't have it choked. And, um, you know, I, I've got a pretty good system that works for me. And, you know, that's the biggest thing is you got to do what you have confidence in, whether it's the hook on your crankbait or the, the color of bait on the rod or the pattern you're fishing. You're a lot better angler if you're fishing your strengths and what you've got confidence in. And yeah. It's all different for all of us. And, uh, you know, some, sometimes it works and sometimes it don't. Like yeah. second day at Kentucky Link last week, um, I, I've died with it, you know. So it just, it's a weight, you know. You don't always, you look, you look good when it, when it all works out, but a lot of other days it don't. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Kevin, speaking of products, uh, TH Marine, great sponsor of ike live i know they work with you as well but i call you to the plate and i know this is going to be a hard decision for you but give me your most important th product on your boat give me one of your most the most important th product on your boat well i've got a a ton of them that are really darn impressive but uh, hydrowave for sure no question yeah hydrowave no, no doubt. I have a ton of confidence in, in that. I use it every single day. Uh, I've just, I've seen some amazing things, you know. I mean, technology is important, as you know, and it's another one of those great pieces of technology that can be can be a difference maker in a lot of cases. So, yeah. um, those tough days, you know, it's, uh, you, you get the, get the bait fired up, get things happening, and, uh, you know, I, I, I've just had so many great experiences. There's seen so many things that, with that, you just you can't be coincident <laughs> that many times to have them school yeah. around you and stuff. Yeah, Hydro is a great product. All right, I want to I want to switch gears a little bit real quick, Kevin, before we let you go, and I want to get your thoughts on something that's I I want to say it's borderline creepy, but I I want to get your opinion on it. When you Google your name. Kevin, when you Google it and you do a Google search on Kevin Van Dam, some of the first things that come up are in this order. Kevin Van Dam's net worth. Kevin Van Dam's house. Kevin Van Dam's wife. (laughs) What? Is that just bizarre? Or come on, man. Is it me or is that weird and bizarre? I've never Googled myself. It's weird, right? I mean, does that mean... What does that mean? Where's our our intern? Eric, what does that mean if it's at the top of the Google search? If Kevin Van Dam's wife is number three on... What does that mean? I I, I don't know about that, but your top searches are house, net worth, and wife. My top three are too? Yes, they are. (laughs) You have it right here. That's so creepy. (laughs) 
house and wife are always at the top. All right, whose net worth is People higher? Are weird, man. <laughs> That's so <laughs> creepy. <laughs> you, you would think it'd be something about crankbaits or yeah, you know, geez. You think it'd be your boat? Yeah, 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 you think it'd be your boat or your rods or techniques nah. or no? It's your wife in your house, dude. And net worth, <laughs> net worth, house yeah. and wife are yeah. the top three. How weird that is, man. Yeah. Gluttonous goddamn people. Yeah. Dudes are creepy. People are strange, man. <laughs> no doubt. People are strange. I, uh, I, I want to mention, ask you this again real quick. 25, number 25 happened two tournaments ago. Uh, big moment for you. Any change in your in your opinion on retirement after number 25? Hung up the phone. That's awesome. Did that just happen? Is that a yes? <laughs> That's a mic drop. You you went you went one step too far. I, I just wanted to know. We asked Dude, him that last time. You're asking about is is net worth his wife? No. And it's now whether he's going to retire? Hey. That was just a simple yeah, that's question. That's the first mic drop ever on Mike Live. Yeah. We had a mic drop. Click. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was just a simple question. I don't look, know. Look at B, look at BTC working feverishly behind yeah. the scenes. Feverishly to try to get Kevin get back. back. That's funny. There were some right. other people that had questions for him, dude. They got completely ignored. Do we have any questions? Oh, yeah. yeah they were all well, kinds. if we Kevin have... comes back, we might have Matt Lee join us, too. <laughs> I don't know. That was... that was Back live. Oh, we're back. Kevin, did you hang up on us and do a mic drop? No, you guys on me just for effect. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you're good, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're good, Brian. Wait, wait, I got one thing to say. Yeah. Kevin's number he called here came up as Bass Pro Shops. And it came up as Bass Pro Shops. <laughs> I, I, I swear to God, it came up as Bass Pro Shops. Uh, we're blocked by Bass Pro Shops. <laughs> we are. So yeah. I don't know how that works. Uh, Kevin, i got to ask you. I, I think every you've been on Ike Live probably more than any other pro we've ever had on the show. And I think I've asked you probably the last three times. I want to ask you again. Any change in your thought on retirement now that you've won 25? People just, I mean, I go and win the tournament, and I bet I got asked by at least eight or ten different media people, if I, when I'm, what about retirement? And I'm like, geez, what, you know, when you go and win, you sure don't feel like you want to retire. <laughs> I think I got a couple good casts left in <laughs> No, Just the I, rest of I the field is hoping. I love it. You know, and, and as long as I'm having fun, uh, I think I'm going to keep hanging on out there. You know, I got, I got, a, I got a couple more good uh, shots in me. I think. Good. Well, I, I got to tell you, um, in that, in that short time that we had the call dropped, we actually had a very special reoccurring guest come in, and it's weird because this dude's just popping in. He lives in Alabama. But somehow he keeps pop showing up to like live studios. Kevin, Matt Lee, Jordan's brother, joins us real quick, and I think he wants to ask you something. Matt? Ah, man. Hey, Kevin. Congratulations. Sick of you. <laughs> <laughs> what? Did you say sick of him, Matt? What did you say? I didn't... Totally s- sick of him, man. Winning. Hey, <laughs> congratulations. You got a response? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm sick of you. <laughs> <laughs> He's sick of you too, Matt. So I, I go punch a punch with your damn nephew any day of the week. I mean, I'm, I'm sidekick with your sidekick nephew. I kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, 
Matt, did you drive all that way to just all, say all, that? All this way. Kevin, <laughs> congratulations. You want to acknowledge me or you want to keep quiet? <laughs> I appreciate that, Matt. That's very nice of you. I'll see you in Texas. I'm going to make sure to come and find you. <laughs> I'm not hard to find. I'll be the second chucking boat behind my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. He wins on all my spots, just just like your nephew does you. <laughs> I get it. Uh, all right, Matt. What kind of advice you got for me, Kevin? You got to get in front of your brother. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> He's faster than me. <laughs> How much helium is in that balloon? Oh my You've been sucking on it for like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> now, in closing, Kevin, congratulations. You're the best. I, I love you, man. <laughs> Can I some of your wife's cookies? <laughs> oh, there you have it. There you go. There you go. So I'm going to end it with that. Thanks for joining us again, Manly. <laughs> wow, he didn't curse as much this time no. as he did last he time. Yeah, yelled at last time. I, think. I know. I, I don't think Matt's going to be any more pleased. I <laughs> know. Uh, I don't think so. He'll face punch you. <laughs> Uh, Kevin, uh, we're thanks for joining us. We're going to let you go. Before we let you go, uh, we know you got a uh, big trip tomorrow. I'm headed out on Sunday morning. Um, I, I want you to let everybody know uh, we've got the Ike Foundation, but you've got a foundation, too. And I'm, I'm super proud of the work you're doing there. You've got the KVD Foundation. Tell everybody a little bit about what you're doing and how, how they could help. Well, you know, something really is with my wife's, uh, you know, idea to – start the foundation uh we're gosh we've been up and running for about five years and you know my goal is, is because i've been so lucky to be able to make a living at fishing is to try to provide more opportunities for for you know not just kids but for everybody to get more involved in fishing so we we do a lot with different kids camps and things like that provide tackle and and that through uh you know through some of our fundraising um efforts and that i've i've did some fundraisers with the detroit lions and things like that but uh you know so we do that we also do scholarships for um you know collegiate fishing we try to you know just try to help people get involved more involved in it and also in educating um you know young people about conservation and the importance of you know keeping our lakes and rivers uh clean and better for the future and as you know i mean i think fishing's you know, better than it's ever been nationally. Yeah. I mean, it, there's a lot of great success stories there and, and stuff. And um, we're actually even this year. We're, I'm really excited. We're we're actually starting a new college tour. Um, we're part of it. Uh, Sherry and I are, are with the foundation. Uh, my brother's sponsoring it too, and we've got a lot of great companies involved in, in helping that out. But just try to you know create a, a, a really good platform with the opportunities um, for these young anglers. Um, you know, to be able to step it up, and not only, you know, does it is it going to help a lot of kids um, have a chance at becoming a, a pro angler, but you know, the biggest thing is is just enjoy that lifelong passion for fishing. You know, I mean, yeah. a lot of a lot of these college anglers, and I've got um, a couple of them that that I've kind of watched grow up that are fishing the the national 
for the championship in uh, at Cherokee right now, and they actually uh, it's uh, they're in like 28th place, so they made the cut to fish tomorrow. I've watched them grow up. I've watched their career go. They got into college fishing, and and you just see what it can do. I mean, look look what it did for Matt and Jordan Lee. So yeah. So that's that's a big initiative for us too. And uh, the biggest thing is is to just get people out on the water, let them experience, you know, what it's like. And whether you want to do it competitive like we do or just go out there for fun, I think it's just important for people to enjoy the resource and, and yeah. uh, take care of it for the future. So yeah. that's what we're all about is provide more opportunities for, uh, for, for people to get on the water, uh, provide the equipment for them to do it, and, uh, and, and a platform for these young anglers to, uh, to be able to chase their dreams. That, that's awesome, and I mean that's you know you you gotta the, the next generation we've got to keep involved, and that's so important you know what you're doing and and keep it going. Uh, real quick, Kevin, before we let you go, one last question. We've got a very special guest on the couch here tonight. We've got uh, a fellow by the name of John McGraw, who's a good old friend of ours, high school buddy, How you and. Doing, Kevin? Uh, Good, uh, uh, John. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask it for him because John's a little shy. He's always he's always been a little shy, and during this time that we had the interview, he scribbled this down on a piece of paper, and he just showed a piece of paper to me and says, "Please, please don't forget about me. Ask Kevin this question." So I'm gonna go ahead and ask it for John McGraw. And John's question to you, even though he's sitting right here, is Kevin. <laughs> and this in, is this in, is how he that, wrote it too. In, in, that vo- in that voice too. In this Kevin. voice too. Just so you this know. Is how he wrote it. Kevin. 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 As a struggling <laughs> angler that has problems catching fish, how do you tell the difference between a snag and a bite? <laughs> and AKA Brian Stockholm's partner. Like I set out. the hook on everything. Set the hook on everything! There you have it, John! There's your answer! Better to be the fool or. Better to, be better to appear the fool than to be the fool! To act the fool. That's right! Or whatever it is. There you have it! Something fool. Yeah. John, your life has just changed. <laughs> I've always been a fan of Set the hook on every stump you can. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Break it off. <laughs> break, it, break, it off. break it off. Oh, man. Uh, Kevin, thank you for joining us tonight, and congratulations on number 25. What an awesome win. And uh, travel safe tomorrow, and we'll see you next week at Lake Travis. You betcha. Man, looking forward to it. Hopefully it's better than our last run, dude. Yeah, let's let's have a top ten together. I'll, I'll even take a second or a third to you, if that works. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. So we got to have a good week, so. Good talking to you guys, man. I appreciate it. Thanks Thanks so much, Kevin. Congrats again. Kevin Van Dam, everybody. (coughs) Woo! KVD. John, you didn't have to be embarrassed. You could have just asked yourself. Uh, that was funny. But, Mike, I, 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 I like kids. He did his voice. Yeah, his voice. Yeah, yeah. I was serious. His, his his number came up as best pro shops. I know. I know. Ah, uh, man, when you're dialed in, like yeah, but did you know come when you call into like pure fishing? Is it tackle warehouse? No, it's not. No, he's it's, Kevin's got a special relationship with Bass Pro Shops and Johnny Morrison. And it's amazing, you know, and I'm sure there's a lot of perks and benefits that inc- that's awesome. that are included oh, yeah. with that. Good for him. Which obviously is, you know, I'd say no he phone ar- bill. Do you, I'd say he's Kevin, do you think when Kevin, like, walks into a Bass Pro Shops, like, flower girls are throwing roses? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Dude, I'm sure. I'm sure. I actually, you know what I mean? I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I saw something. With He's you. like, piss boy. No. Over the bucket. You're joking, but yeah. I think it's true. I think it's true. I went to uh, Toyota. Wipers. Owner. Yeah, no, it's true. Toyota have their owner tournament every year now at Table Rock. <laughs> And so we get to go to Bass Pro Shops in Springfield, which mm. is one of the original stores. And I swear to you, dude, I was there, was it last year or the year before, and we're kind of just there, and we're eating dinner, and there's a golf range out back, and we hit some balls, and, and then we're like, everything's closing up, and we're like, Kevin's just like, oh, come in, man, let's, let's show you, come down here, I'll show you something. And it's like this private room for all the golfers. And, dude, I shit you not, dude, on this one wall, there's six giant lockers. The rest of the room, regular size lockers. Six giant lockers. Jack Nicholson, you know, let's say Tiger Woods, all these famous golfers. And then, right there, they yeah. all have plaques. Kevin Van Dam. <laughs> He's right like, there. piss boy. Oh, yeah. Wait, oh, yeah. Yes. Wait for the shake. Yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Wait for the shake. Yeah. He's earned that. He's earned it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. What, what a baller. 25 wins, man. 25 wins. Dude, that's five, damn. five classics, seven angular years. It's insane. Roland, yeah, Roland has in, is in second with 19, right? I think so, yeah. No one will wins. beat what Kevin did. No, nah. it's impossible. Uh-uh. It's impossible. But you know what? Oh, will he ever catch Roland in Angler of the Year titles? He needs two more. Oh, is that what maybe. It is? maybe. I think if he stays out another ten years, I think he'll do it. Maybe. Ten. That's my guess. I'd say if he stay out another ten years, he sounds like he's got it the, in him. I think he'd do it. But he did this before the information booth. Oh yeah. Now the like it's all an equal play. Oh yeah, now. yeah. Like, that's, what's that's, next? It's hard. Know? It's hard to compare. Yeah. You, you know. I. I mean. But. But the other thing is, you don't want to discount either. Like I. I had this question so many times. You know, the days of Bill Dance and Nixon and Denny and you know all the, all these old time guys rolling. Are you know? Oh, they would never compete now. But I don't think you. I don't think you can do that. KBD you know what is I mean? Brady. KBD is Tom Brady. He's Tom Brady. He's Tom Brady. He's Tom man. Brady, and he's transcendent over generations of anglers. But I think, I think, Roland and Bill Dance in their heyday Would've was been. as good as Jordan Lee today. More dominant, absolutely. Roland's More the best. dominant, and 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 you can't discount either one, especially the old generation. You can't discount mm-hmm. them because they, at that time, they were the deal. Roland has the only show. That I will click on Outdoor Network and watch no matter what point of the show it's on. No matter what. Oh, son. I will watch that show. Son. It is the He's still the best, man. Rolling in my mind. Rolling KVD. He's great. You know? Brian DeCarpenter, by the way, I know we have a, a lot of crazy cockamamie ideas, <laughs> but still, to this day, I want to do an old-timer show on here. Oh. Dude, that's still, for me, it's the yeah. holy grail for Ike Live is to do a show where we have... Rolling. Jimmy Houston and Roland, or Roland and Bill Dance, yeah. or we track Orlando Wilson out of the oh, grave. Yeah. Come on, dude. Orlando Wilson was key. Dude. <laughs> what about I, Hank I, Parker? Hank Parker. I mean, all Let's those Let's try to get guys. somebody up here, man. But getting them here would be cool, but just having them Come via on. Skype or yeah. via phone would be unbelievable. You got him to let you wear his hat. You got to be able to get him in Orlando studio. Wilson was the last one before Kung Fu Theater came on, oh. dude. I would watch Orlando Wilson jump right up from there right to Kung Fu Theater, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what a cool mix that is, yeah, dude. man. Yeah. I think it would be easier to get Bill Dance in studio than Mike sometimes. 
It's your story. <laughs> That's uh, funny. Hey, Mike's a busy man. What, That's what, funny. While we're here, um, you're fishing the open on Champlain coming up in, what is it, August? Yeah, me? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is August or September. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Dean Sylvester hit me up. You know Dean, the mm-hmm. Australian guy? Yep. Dean's awesome. Dean's looking for a boat. If you know anybody, or if anybody out there in that region of the country has got a boat he could borrow for that event. Dean, I have, I a, I have a Coleman Crawl Dad you yeah. could borrow. Yeah, Hobie yeah. PA-12. you got to stay real close to the It would save him ramp. a lot from getting the, I guess it's the Federation boat. From like halfway across the country to Champlain for him right. to use. Hmm. He better so. call Carol I got a, Jackson. I got, a, I got a bass cap, but it needs a starter. Well, yeah. <laughs> all jokes aside, I thought I'd throw it out there Maybe. in case anybody's in the area. Yeah. Dean, don't no, let Brian what... near whatever boat you rent. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> so. Keep him away, Dean. What is Keep Dean sponsored by a boat company? I don't think so. He'd have a boat, yo. I don't know. Well, they 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 might be able to make one available. They have boats in Australia. Not boat here. <laughs> do they have boats in Australia? <laughs> we do, Mike. You cracker. <laughs> cracker, yeah, cracker. <laughs> cracker, yeah, cracker. Uh, Brian and Carpenter, I'm thinking we take a break. Yeah. And we come back and we end the last segment with Gene Gilliland. Yeah, Gilliland. Gilliland. And, <laughs> and uh, the Asian carp. And we're going to do another uh, trivia, couple of trivia questions. And we come yeah, back nobody right nobody the got the one, the uh, the last one, nobody. the bait that cool, John Cool, so made. I get to keep that gift prize then. I'll take it. Lindy Jigs, somebody just said. Lindy Jigs is not, not correct. correct. I want to know the answer. I don't give the answer. It's uh, uh, Hold on. Here's another clue. Another clue. Big claw. Okay. Here's the, here's the last two clues, and if somebody doesn't get it, come back from the break. We're going to go on. The last couple clues to what jig was the sort of premise of the stone jig for the general shape. What jig was the predecessor for that the company that made it was pradco it was a pradco brand bait and the trailer they marketed it with was a riverside big claw one last one zell Rowland actually won a lake gunnersville tournament using this jig three hints to the name of the jig yep. that was the predecessor to the manstone jig i have no idea Okay. If you get that right, you're going to win yourself a Night Live gift pack. All right, Brian DeCarpenter, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to pause everybody here. Listen to me. You are watching Ike Live on a Friday night. It's been a great show. We've had Wesley Strader. We've had Kevin Van Dam. Hang in there with us when we come back. One more segment, and we've got Gene Gilliland on to talk about Asian carp. Good, bad, ugly, and different. When we come back. We're going to be talking about Asian carp with Gene Gilliland, the conservation director for Bass. Hang in there with us. We'll be right back.